Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, VP family. It is Tuesday, December 14th. I am Kim Hauer, and I am joined with my husband, Dan Hauer, again today. And um, yeah, let's uh, get into this. So Tuesday is Testimony Tuesday. So Dan, would you share a little bit of your testimony? Um, Yeah, whatever you want to share with us there. So I met my wife-to-be in 96. We became friends. Um, before we started dating, we uh, had many of good talks. Um, was not going to church at the time. She encouraged me to go to church. I kind of fought back. Um, she finally, she was going to Lakeshore Vineyard. She hooked me up with her pastor to have a conversation with him. And um, probably one of the most convicting things in my life was he asked me, he says, what do you have to lose if you believe? That hit hard, made a whole lot of sense, and ever since then, I've been working my way into more of a life with Christ, Um, and as you can tell, it's been a very long process. It's been well over 20 years, and I'm still not perfect in it. Don't think I ever will be. Um, Really watched my wife over the past year and a half struggle with uh, losing her father, some family problems that she has had and um, become a little bit jealous the time that she has to sit down uh, with the Bible that I have not actually made the time to do. That's my fault, not hers. Um, But just kind of watching her and admiring her as as watching her grow so quickly and so fast, even though she was already Christian when we met and she had all these beliefs. So that's my story. And hopefully I can continue to grow within this story. Thank you. Yeah, obviously, uh, because we're married, I know the testimony story and um, the ups and downs and all of that. And um, I would add to it that I think that you probably belong to a lot of the same type of group of people in this area where um, when you did go to church growing up, it was seemed more hypocritical. So I know when I met you, your heart was pretty hard towards the church. Um, oh, very much so. We were creasters, 100%. Had to wear full three-piece suit. If you're going to go, got to look best for the, hopefully not offensive, CRCs. But mm-hmm. um, So yeah, I never thought you could actually just be real and normal. Yeah, so I think that was kind of the cool thing. Um, we experienced that at Vineyard. Um, a lot of yeah, just cool connecting points there. And um, so, yeah, I think, you know, I've seen you grow over the years and um, learn, and that's what we're all doing, right? And so um, we're each on our own journey that God has us on. And um, I just enjoy watching yours as I do our kids too. Um, so, yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, in We are going to jump into the scripture today, which is from Luke 1, uh, verses 46b through 55. Um, And I asked if you would kindly read that for us today. I will. Um, Nobody laugh at me when I 
pronounce these words wrong, <laughs> but I'll do the best I can. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but he has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but he has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Thank you. Um, I think you're reading that out of the NIV. I was reading it out of the NLT when I went through it. Um, and if people haven't read it before, the title on mine says The Magnificat, Mary's Song of Praise. Um, so this is referencing Mary's song, you know, and it was following, you know, obviously God, um, the angel coming to her and telling her that she was going to have Jesus um as a baby and that she would be the mom and also made aware that Elizabeth was going to have a baby, which was um, already preceding her, but that was going to be John the Baptist who would go before Jesus. So um, this comes after her visit with Mary or sorry, with Elizabeth. Um, and this is what she, you know, bursts out into this song, I guess. Um, we went to see the chosen by the way, uh, the Christmas special, um, which was super cool. Thanks, Scott um, and Brenda. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Scott and Brenda. Um, it was super cool, and there was a part of that story that they had Mary reciting this, actually a couple times, um, which put a different twist, actually, on my view of how this was written. But um, it... It's one of my favorites this Christmas season. For some reason, it's hit me hard in a couple different ways. Um, yeah, another book that I was reading also had this, so it seems to be maybe a message to me just in this song. Um, but what did you get from reading these verses? Anything stand out to you? Well, kind of an overflow of stating he's helping the weak he's not helping the rich he's you know he the people who are faithful and humble and you know ask him for help the people he will help the people who have what they think they need and don't really need his help um that's kind of a reoccurring theme um through this most of this passage i mean there's obviously there's other things but for the most part that kind of it, it goes to show how god will bless you if you're humble with him and you ask him for it um, not assuming you can take care of everything yourself. Um, guilty as charged. Uh, terrible with finances. I love to keep them for myself, even though I know they're not mine. So that is kind of a a, a big thing for me to actually try to release that. Um, you know, the, the the favorite kind of verse or passage within it is, you know, he filled the hungry with good things. He sent the rich away empty. Um, and that's kind of our training to... Um, 
a death in our family that happened a few weeks ago. And, and, um, I was hungry for love, help, something. Um, and it was overwhelming how much I feel like he filled me up and I, I had one bad day. I had one bad day. So that was pretty cool. Other than that, I've been feeling really good about it. I've, I've come to peace with it. And, uh, I just, I just love the, the feeling of, of being overwhelmed with, you know, joy and comfort, comfort, comforting feelings, I guess is how I could say it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, cause as I would read it, it would be, you know, like the hungry, I'm thinking food, right. Which maybe was the implied, I don't know, but you're right. Like the, that hunger isn't necessarily just feeling hungry with food, like for their bellies. It doesn't specifically say that it says he fills the hungry with good things. Um, and I think those who don't hunger, they get sent away empty handed, um, because they don't, they don't hunger for that, whatever that is, whether it be food, whether it be God, whether it be, um, the things that he has to give them. Um, so it's cool. I think that you, read the hungry part as not related to food. You obviously weren't uh, food hungry when you read it. So um, actually I was, cool. I was hungry one of the times I ate it was before dinner, <laughs> but no. I still, it still never hit me being hungry. I mean, it, because I, immediately when I read that portion of the passage, it was like, Oh, that's what happened over to me over the last few, few weeks. That's why I wasn't digging a hole and putting myself in it to get it to escape the world. It was, I was, pretty much about normal um, other than the one day I had a really bad day, but you know, I'm assuming I'm allowed to do that. I'm assuming God allowed me to do that just because I needed to grieve. So, but it's, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. So he filled you with the things that you needed at the time when you needed them. Um, yeah. I think it, you know, just starting from the beginning, this is a, you know, the Magnificat is a reference to the word magnify, which is actually in the King James Version. Um, and that word just kind of catches me, you know, because she's magnifying the Lord. Um, she's praising him. Um, but it says the definition of magnify is to cause to be held in greater esteem or respect or to increase in significance. So, you know, after all that she's experienced early on in this whole story of Jesus birth, um, pre-birth actually, you know, just, she's overwhelmed with praise for God, um, for what he is doing and what he's going to do through her, even though she doesn't know the whole story yet. Um, I think it's just cool that, you know, at the beginning it's her praise, but it comes from a place of, um, humility, you know, how my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. You know, it's that same thing that we were talking about yesterday was the, um, the humbled will be exalted. And that was very true of Mary. She was humble and God exalted her to really one of the highest human places as far as standings go. Like there's just, I can't think of anybody who tops her besides Jesus, you know, being God and man. But um, I just think that's super cool. 
how her praise comes out of humility. Uh, is there anything else that you got from that passage or? Um, nothing exactly is, is like as much as that hungry statement was, I mean, that, that hungry statement just, just hit me. I mean, it, um, you know, it, it, you know, he says, you know, his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. It's something I see. Um, and I see more and more, the more, um, the more I get into the Bible, which I'm not great at, I'll be the first one to admit that I see it. I see it amongst my MC group, my family my friends at church, my family at church, I, I see the mercies that they're being extended, um, which I didn't see so well before because my eyes weren't open to it. So it's, it's a very much a learning curve for me um, because of everything it's showing me what I need to do better at um, on a daily basis instead of, you know, once a week or once every other week and, you know, so hopefully that can actually help me, you know, get into the Bible a little bit more and actually, or, or when I, even just the times that I do get in the Bible to actually understand what I'm reading, not just reading the words. Yeah. I like the, um, like you said, the summary of there in verse 54 through 55 being God is merciful and keeps his promises. Um, I think it's cool on testimony Tuesday that you mentioned like, just the the family and the friends and friends we call family here at victory point um if it weren't for the fact that we lived our lives with them on a fairly consistent level i don't think we would see those mercies in their lives you know just being in relationship with them on a regular basis allows us to be aware of the mercies that god extends to them god has allowed us to get into their life it's not a just a friendly handshake and a wave as you're passing through church on a Sunday morning. You know, God has brought their children, their sometimes their parents, you know, into our lives. I mean, it's not a not a just a once every other week or once a week meeting that we all get together and read Bible passages. We we become friends. We have become family. We've God has has led us into their life. So now we can actually. It's it's much easier to pick out when we see those mercies, you know, being extended, whether they've seen them or not, you know, maybe they, they don't always see it. And it's not something we always talk about. It's just, you know, you'd be happy for them. You don't have to you know, point out because if they didn't see it, they may feel a little bit weird that you see something that they didn't. So. But. Yeah. But it's in those relationships that, you know, you hear the testimonies of others and you see the mercies of God, um, which is just cool that you can be, aware of that. Um, so I guess as we close today, um, in the book I mentioned earlier, one of the um, a really cool quote at the end of this book about um, the Magnificat, if I could read that and then close us with a blessing or a prayer, I guess it is. Um, it says in here, we see a glimpse in Mary's song of what John Piper has called Christian hedonism and its central insight that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. This is not a peripheral truth for Mary, 
or at Christmas or at any time of year, but it is endlessly relevant and will be so eternally for God's people as we grow in and expand and deepen our enjoyment of God. And I think you spoke to that, that, you know, like the more we dig in, the more um, we enjoy God and his word um, and his people. Um, we can't help but praise and glorify God. Um, I thought that was cool. Um, so as we go at the end of this day, I would love to read the prayer at the end of this. I think it's um, a cool, powerful prayer. And I think it kind of summarizes what we talked about. So as you go forth in your Tuesday, um, let me pray a blessing over you. Um, Father, you humble the proud and exalt the humble, and we stand in awe. We recognize that the way we feel fragile, exhausted, and burdened this Advent may mean we are right where you want us. You sent your son to help the weak and weary. Open our eyes to the weaknesses we try to ignore and cover over. In your son, we are safe to own them and come humbly to you to rejoice in you and your strong arms, not ours. Magnify yourself in us this season through our rejoicing in you and your son. In his name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.